Broadcasting live from the Roswell Infinity Studio, it's time for North Atlanta's BizLink, the greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce linking you to business leaders. North Atlanta's BizLink is brought to you by Veritech. Veritech, great people, remarkable service. Hello, everyone. Welcome to North Atlanta's BizLink, brought to you by the GNFCC. I'm your host, Nicole Sturgis, Marketing and Communications at the GNFCC. I am so excited about our show today. Um, we have a couple great guests in store, and um, they are from our Women in Business program, members of the chamber. Back in April, we held our sixth annual awards luncheon, in which we recognize and celebrate the outstanding businesswomen in our community. We awarded our Jen Lan Rising Star, as well as our Businesswoman of Excellence at this event, and we'll touch on uh, each of those and what it means a little bit later. Our featured speaker at that luncheon was Anissa Telwar-Caker, who is a global beauty brand expert with Anissa International, uh, creating custom artistry tools for the beauty and cosmetics industry, and it was a great day to hear from her. Um, so without further ado... It is my pleasure to introduce you all to our two special guests today, Meredith Moore, CEO of Moore & Associates Wealth Management, and also Kristen Winsler, Program Director of the North Fulton Community Improvement District. Welcome, ladies. Hey there. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you for having us. Yes. We are going to have a great show today. Kristen, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here. Yes, this is so great. I've been really excited to interview these two for our audience to hear more about kind of your stories. So uh, with that, we'll kind of jump right in. But Meredith founded Morin Associates in um, 1999. Yes, yeah, so right after finishing an undergrad in industrial engineering at Georgia Tech, like every good 23-year-old, I uh, started a financial planning practice. <laughs> so that's, that's... Pretty big move. Yeah, it was a little different. It was a little contrarian um, in comparison to other people with similar kinds of degrees at that time. Wow, wow. And um, you coordinate the financial affairs of select group of individuals, families, and businesses in the greater Atlanta area. Yep. And... Um, it's built around this kind of comprehensive planning process. Yeah, and I think I think there's a lot of people in my space that that speak about that, but I've been really building from ground floor up this sort of map or physical plan and everything we do for people is an offset of that blueprint or that plan that we build. Um, in my space, you've seen a lot of sort of dynamics move toward a asset management standpoint and if you sure. don't bring a half a million dollars they're not going to work with you mm. and then you have the other end where it's somebody that's sales driven and the only way they'll do business is if you buy an insurance policy or a product and so I, I felt like you know there's a lot of people out there that just want advice and sure. want to start there they're they know they need product mm -hmm. but they need to know the plan and they need to know that you have their best interest in mind sure and kind of Filling those gaps and being that link for people exactly. to understand their wealth management options. Yeah, and, and I think the term wealth is a little overwhelming. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. I think that's a term that I have to use to sort of equate what I do. But there's very few people um, that will describe themselves as being rich or don't even like the term wealth. So, I mean, I, I work with a lot of sort of day-to-day -day people. 
Um, I have a number of millennials that I do work oh, for. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I have four clients that are over 90 and everybody in between. So, wow. yeah, it's it's a different practice, and I love working with different kinds of people. So, And I've also heard, Meredith, about your Moore & Associates Wealth Stress Test. Can you tell our audience a little bit more about that? Because I think that sounds so interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So... I think when people go in to see an advisor, again, it's sort of arbitrary advice based upon experience. But being a recovering analytical from Georgia Tech, I want to make sure that everything is specific to that person. And it, it's I'm looking truly at what their actual income, where they're saving money. And like literally, if we have a millennial or a Gen Xer that wants to pay for college, I want to know what are the odds that we can get this done without running out of money. Or if somebody's getting ready to retire, what's the probability of success that they have enough money to do it? And I could go into specifics, but that's not appropriate for here. But my point is everything is math and data-driven behind mm-hmm. the scenes as opposed to arbitrary. I just want to manage your assets. So. Again, we do a lot of reporting and math behind it to make sure that we stress test the probability of being able to do something successfully financially. Well, that's a great overview um, for our listeners. I know there's a lot a lot more to it, like you said, but um, now I want to talk about the North Fulton Community Improvement District, which is, for those of you who are unfamiliar, a self-taxing district that was formed to maintain and enhance the North Fulton community. Um they do so much. They enhance livability, walkability, connectivity um, for the North Fulton area and just so many projects that they've they've worked on. Kristen, can you tell us a little bit more about the North Fulton CID? Sure, yeah. So uh, the North Fulton CID, we are basically a group of um, commercial property owners who want to invest in the infrastructure in the district, in the area. So our district runs um, from all the way down uh, Roswell over kind of near the Mansell Road area uh, up Georgia 400 to the Forsyth Fulton County line. Um, and we basically do projects all across our district. Um, you've probably actually driven on or seen many of our projects and aren't aware that we were involved. Um, some of the things that are most visible that we've done are the um, interchange landscaping and hardscaping at the four Alpharetta Georgia 400 interchanges. Uh, we actually installed all of those over the last several years and now maintain them in partnership with the city of Alpharetta. Um, and those projects are so important. You know, they're such a small investment when you think about the what you're getting for that investment. Um, that's the first thing that people see when they come to our community, you know, coming off of Georgia 400, whether they're coming off at Windmore Parkway, you know, to go to one of the businesses there, or they're thinking of opening a business or moving to the area. Um, it's really important that kind of your gateways are, are very welcoming. Um, so I think that was really important, something that we did. Um, one of the biggest projects that we've ever done, we completed last year, which was the Encore Parkway Bridge yes. Replacement and Streetscape Project. Um, We're sorry we did have to close the bridge down uh, for a good nine (laughs) months, but hopefully everyone is very happy with the outcome. It was Um, so worth it. We we think so. Yes. We think so. Yes. 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 That um that bridge is an overpass over Georgia 400. It's in between the 
um, Mansell Road and Haynesbridge Road interchanges. And it's kind of a back entrance to the North Point Mall area, the North Point Activity Center. Um, and on the other side, on the West Side Parkway side, you have the Verizon Wireless Amphitheater. Um, you now have Top Golf, which opened a few years ago. So there's so much activity in that area. And the bridge that was there before just wasn't conducive to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they were going to replace the bridge, instead of kind of putting back what had already been there, we decided to invest to upgrade that. And so we partnered with the Atlanta Regional Commission, the Georgia Department of Transportation, the city of Alpharetta, the state run and tollway authority, lots and lots of transportation agencies in order to fund, um, it ended up being about a $19 million bridge. And wow. it is, not only is it beautiful, but it's very functional. It has uh, sidewalks, uh, landscaping, lighting. So, you know, it's lit up in, in the evening. Um, so, you know, the thought process is that somebody could, you know, go eat at the Cheesecake Factory and then walk to a concert at the Verizon uh, Amphitheater. You know, kind of there's more possibilities. Um, what was there before you couldn't just wasn't that. conducive. Yes. Yeah. And I, I mean, and to your point, just even talking about some of the smaller things, landscaping, it seems small, but that actually ends up being a much larger thing than we think, because like you said, it's, it's everyone's first impression when they come to this community, what, what are they, what are they seeing? What, what's the, mm-hmm. what are they feeling? I mean, there's just so many things that, um, are important that we, um, give a good impression first impression, so to speak. Yes. And a lot of those uh, smaller investments, they really add up, you know, um, our numbers. So uh, we were founded in 2003. And uh, since then, we've invested about uh, $18 million. And that has actually been leveraged to about $116 million of investment that has come to this area that wouldn't have come without that initial investment. So we're, we're very proud of that number. And we're working every day to, you know, grow that. That's huge to, to be able to see the results of that for, for our community. So that's amazing. Um, What are some of the latest projects you're working on? Uh, We have a few in the pipeline we're very excited about. Um, One project that you'll actually see uh, start construction this fall will be um, what we call our Windward Phase 2 project. Um, So if you're familiar, hopefully, with this area, uh, Windward Parkway, um, the... Um, interchange there, uh, the northbound exit. Uh, phase one was actually adding that right turn lane that currently uh, goes off in dead ends at North Point Parkway. Um, phase two will be adding a third left turn to create um, a triple left turn and an additional lane heading westbound on Windward Parkway that will end over at Deerfield. Um, we'll also be adding um, a double left turn uh, from Windward onto Westside Parkway going over toward Avalon. Uh, we actually, when we initially started this project about five or six years ago, uh, that double left was not part of the plan. And then when Avalon came and all of that development over on Old Mountain Parkway, um, it really uh, became needed. And so something that we're able to do um, as the CID, we were able to kind of pivot and take that and use it to create something a little more uh, uh, current. That's that's great. That's awesome to, to hear a lot, lot in the works with the North Fulton CID. Um, I want to transition a little bit and talk about each of your career paths and kind of get to know you two better, as I'm sure you have a little bit of a career journey before Morin Associates and before the CID. Um, Meredith, what, is, what does that look like for you? Kind it looks of- like undergrad. <laughs> that, I mean, literally, like I said, straight out of Georgia Tech, I started my practice. Wow. So, And it's been 20 years. I so can't I don't believe know. that. Wow. I think everybody's used to four or five jobs. Sure. I haven't done anything but this. And what gave you the 
the courage to get, just go out from the get go, get out of the gate and just start your own firm and, and, well, honestly, I, every, I first get asked, well, how did you go from industrial engineering to financial planning? Yeah, so kind of that was that my question. next question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I had a lot of entrepreneurship interest, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. Um, I had been heavily involved in leadership at Georgia Tech okay. and had put on some big events and um, but didn't know what that looked like. At that time, um, everything wasn't about tech and the path to entrepreneurship, there wasn't all the support that there is now. Wasn't as clear. Yeah, well, there just weren't there weren't um, support networks yeah. around it. You couldn't go, you know, to various organizations mm-hmm. like TAG and things like that. So, um, I was trying. I was looking at buying a franchise. I ended up going to live in South America for six months, and um, wow. you know, I, I felt like if I was going to take risk. Um, this was an industry that allowed me to sort of have intellectual capital, and I could learn things quickly, and I found that I could learn things a lot more quickly than most of the other people in this industry, and wow. sort of um, figured it out and, you know, cleared through firms where I got the education that I needed, and then I just kept pushing myself more and more and created a client base over time. So it was a good five years before I was profitable. So sure. Um, it's funny cause I, I mentor a lot of financial advisors now and it's those first like three to five years that are nightmarish and it's hard. To True be- test. Yeah. I mean, God forbid we have to live with our parents at that <laughs> time, especially. Um, so it was, it was tough mm-hmm. and, um, but you make it through the last person standing is, is the one that wins. So, um, that's kind of what happened and I've evolved off of that and, um, I have a number of staff now, and again, I have a really fun, very diverse client base all over town. In fact, I don't work up in North Fulton enough. I'm probably in town more than I am up here. Wow. I mean, that just is true testament to um, your dedication and, and your love of what you do. You mm-hmm. can tell that you really love helping people with mm-hmm. their their wealth management. Um, and Kristen, your career journey, can you tell us a little bit about what you were doing prior to the CID? Uh, sure. So uh, I guess, uh, again, kind of like Meredith, it starts back in undergrad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was a history undergraduate. I got my BA in history from Georgia Southern in 2009. And as everyone knows, 2009 undergraduates, uh, what all of us did, we went to grad school because we couldn't find jobs <laughs> in the recession, especially with a history degree, unfortunately. Um, so I went to Kennesaw State and I got a dual master's in business administration and public administration. So an MBA and an MPA. Um, so I kind of intellectually uh, uh, focus on public-private partnerships. Um, And I actually was working um, as a graduate research assistant with the head of the MPA department, um, and he taught me all about CIDs. So I did not know what a community improvement district was uh, before that, Um, you know, and even now they still kind of operate under the radar a little bit. There's CIDs all over uh, the metro Atlanta area, um, but you don't hear from them uh, quite very very often. Uh, Not enough, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I worked uh, with that graduate research. Um, I did graduate research with that, and I did um, actually uh, publish some papers on CIDs, again, from a very academic uh, standpoint. And I actually went and uh, we went to Memphis, and we 
uh, did a big presentation on them, you know, on our paper. So it was it was a really good experience. And then I graduated uh, in 2011 uh, with that dual master's. And uh, the timing just happened to be right. I um, the North Fulton CID was looking for a project assistant. Um, it was a new position that they were uh, creating, basically, and I had uh, met with the executive director when I was doing my research, so I sent a note to her and said, hey, I don't know if you remember me, but we spoke about a year ago, um, and I sent my resume in and went through that interview process and uh, was lucky enough to get the job, and then I learned very quickly that the academic world and the real world are very different, um, <laughs> in a good way, in a good way, um, and I started working there, and I have been there ever since for about six and a half years now. I started, again, as a project assistant, kind of the the lowest uh, person there, and uh, have worked my way up um, as project manager and now the program director, um, directly under the executive director. So it's been it's been fun. It's been very interesting. It's a very small organization, so it's been really neat. Um, you really do a little bit of everything. You know, when I was hired, I was told, you know, one day you might get your picture with the governor, and the next you'll be getting donuts for the meeting that you're invited <laughs> to. Um, so it was really, it's interesting. Every day is a little bit different, and it's really taught me a lot, not only about the community in North Fulton, but about myself and kind of professionally what I want to do and how I want to do things. Um, so it's been a really great experience, and I've really enjoyed working there. That's wonderful. And your um, executive director is Brandon Beach. Yes. So um, it's great that you guys get to go hand in hand with transportation and, and also what you guys are doing infrastructure-wise. Um, and I know that they love having you on board and all your I hope all so. your efforts. And um, I, I think that you guys all make a great team. So that's a great overview of... Um, both of your journeys. I love hearing about it. Um, now I want to talk to you guys specifically about the awards. Um, for those of you who don't know, Meredith was presented with our Businesswoman of Excellence Award. And I'm going to read this so everyone, so everyone knows. This means she is a tenured leader in her industry, brings vision and innovation, transforms plans into action, obstacles into opportunities and challenges into successes. I think that couldn't fit you more, Meredith. Um, what does this award mean to you and how has everything kind of led here to this point in your, in your career journey? Well, I, you know, I talk about pe to people a lot about um, its consistency of habits over a long mm -hmm. period of time. And, you know, we all have bad days, a couple bad hours we get. And especially I, I feel like in my space, I get beat up every day. I still get beat up. Mm -hmm. And but it's being able to have that tenacity to work through stuff consistently every day. I talk about I'd rather be 70% every day of the week than 100% on two days of the week. And it's about that sort of compound effect over a long period of time. And that's that's what's gotten me here. And of course, it was wonderful to be acknowledged in the community in which I live and where my business is. Um, and it, it was great to be honored because I work a lot in the women's space, especially with female breadwinners. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that, it made that, you know, even more compelling with that award. And um, actually, one of my um, clients had nominated me. So that was that was oh, pretty awesome, so too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just being out there representing, you know, all of us businesswomen in North Fulton and, and greater Atlanta. I mean, sure. It's just a great way to come together, encourage one another, inspire one another, um, uplift one another, which is one of the reasons I love one of the many reasons I, I love our women in business program. Cause we get a chance to do that and kind of 
come around each other and, and have positive impact, um, which has been awesome to see. And Kristen was presented our Jen Land Rising Star Award, in which we present to a candidate who has enthusiasm, strong work ethics, and tenacity. She continually seeks learning opportunities, takes on leadership roles, but also works well on a team. And most of all, she helps others succeed. I love that. Um, what does this award mean to you? Um, and how has it led, led you here? Well, I was, I was obviously very honored um, to even be nominated for an award. Um, I would say this award's been very motivating for me. Mm -hmm. um, initially, when I first heard it, it was rather intimidating. You know, Rising Star Award, it's kind of a got a lot riding on the future there. Connotation. Um, yes. Um, but I was very excited. Um, and so I think that it's really made me kind of take a step back and look at, okay, if somebody out there considers that me to be a rising star, then I, I really need to prove them right. <laughs> Um, so it's really made me look at, you know, not only my work ethic, but, you know, how I'm, you know, building relationships, networking, what I'm doing, you know, every day to help my, uh, not only my professional career, but also my organization, you know, what, what can I do to even be better? Um, and it's really motivated me to do that just simply because I want to prove them right, that I'm, I'm worthy of this award and I'm very grateful for it. Um, and I want to make sure that I'm holding that up, you know, holding that, uh, that baton up, you know, to hand off to the next, uh, you know, Gen Land Rising Star next year. I love that. And, and you know, something you said, it, we never stop learning. You know, I think people who crave to always be better and, and never get to a point where you're comfortable and you're just settled in. But um, to be at that place where, where you want to keep improving um, for the betterment of your organization, for the community, for your personal life, your career life, I mean, it, it all interconnects. So, um, I think that's really neat. Well, we always get to a part of the show where we like to talk about what matters most to you. Um, so Meredith, I want to ask you, I mean, it could be faith, guiding principles, it could be family, um, something you live by, a mantra. Is there anything specific that matters most to you? So what's really near and dear to my heart is I feel sort of, um, I feel like I have this obligation of sorts to mentor others. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I necessarily got that as much as I really had wanted it earlier on in my career. So that's something that I always make sure that I'm giving back, whether it's people in my space, people that aren't in my space. Um, I went through, as you probably know, I went through a major medical um, issue having survived brain cancer in 05, and I still talk to patients that have a similar diagnosis, similar to what John McCain passed away from, at least once a week. Wow. Friends of friends of friends, and I don't care if it's in the brain tumor space, in the business space, and they, hey, where does my career need to go? What boards do I need to sit down on or sit on? Like, I'm that, I'm that go-to girl for that kind of thing. So I love giving back, and I just get refreshed by it. That's so amazing to hear, and it's so amazing to see you doing so well. And Thank you. How did that affect, at the time, it, it had to have been so difficult to, I, I couldn't imagine going through something like that. Yeah, so I was diagnosed six weeks after having my son, and wow. um, I went through three brain surgeries 
I went through a year of chemotherapy and a lifetime dose of radiation to my brain. My mom died while I was in the middle of chemotherapy, oh and I goodness. got divorced about a year after that. Ugh. So all that happened in about a two-year period. I was seeing clients during the whole thing, but it goes back to one of those core values of tenacity. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you carry, how do you, how do you keep your... But how do we all? I always I tell know. people everything is relative. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, you know, I had a really bad 2005 through sure. 2008. But, mm-hmm. you know, you learn from those things. It's back to that principle that you mentioned of always be learning. Mm-hmm. And what do we take from it? And so it's in the hardest times we grow the strongest and absolutely learn the most about ourselves and not only what we can handle, but what we're capable of. Absolutely. So that's really inspiring to hear. Um Kristen, what matters most to you outside of work? Yes. And I work will, aside. I will answer that, but I have to say Meredith does definitely live by that because about <laughs> two days after the award ceremony, she reached out to me and we had lunch and she was very much um, just wanted to talk and see how I was, basically. she And we had not, not met previously before that. Um, so she definitely does live by that. Mentee. I think you thought I was going to pitch you or something. No. <laughs> So it was just so refreshing. It was so refreshing. And as a young professional looking for, you mm-hmm. know, those mentors, those women to look up to, um, you know, that is so important. And being able to have um, someone like Meredith, you know, reach out to you, you know, you don't have to chase With after no them agenda, for their time. Just truly yes, wanting to just, get to know you more and exactly, exactly. celebrate. It was yeah. exactly celebrate together um, this great honor that we had both been given. So it was it was really nice. And I just wanted to make sure that everyone I knew love that. that. No, that's 100% great on that. See, and that's <laughs> a testament to to a program like this where we, we can do that with one another and have that comfortability to do that and, and feel like we can we can reach out to somebody and su- say, hey, great job on this or I want to support you. I want to encourage you here. You know, I think that that's great. So, yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, yeah. So what motivates me? Um, so I'm going to give a, probably a very generic answer that many people give. Um, and I'm going to say family. Um, and there's a, a lot of reasons why that is. Um, you know, uh, I had a great uh, role models growing up. My mom and dad were absolutely amazing. And, um, you know, when they got out of school and went to look for a job, the landscape was very different. You know, just the world in general was different. The How you found a job, um, you know, the types of jobs that you were looking for, um, it was very different. And so when I got out, and I have um, twin one-and-a-half-year-old girls. Yes, they're adorable. Thank you. I think so. <laughs> um, and they, you know, they're one-and-a-half. So in, you know, 22, 21 years, you know, when they, you know, go out into the world, I know that it's going to be completely different. And I think that if I can continue to be a part of it, maybe I can help, you know, help craft what that looks like, you know, help be a part of building something that I'm excited for them to, you know, come into, whether it's the community, whether it's the, you know, that just the, the way that people look at, you know, business women. I mean, I know when my mom got her first job, it was a, you know, the dread, there was a dress code for women and what they were supposed to wear. Mm -hmm. And obviously today we, thankfully we don't have anything like that. Um, You know, so anything that I can do to help bringing that to, you know, bringing, you know, when they do decide to, you know, grow up and hopefully become, you know, helpful members of society. Absolutely. Um, Hopefully that they'll be able to have, you know, options and that I've helped, you know, hopefully and even in a small way, create a place where I'm, you know, proud that they get to be a part of now. So absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's so important that we're paving the way for the future 
you know, generations and um, giving back as you two have so beautifully done um, in the community. So I just want to thank you for your your time and, and your efforts and your hard work. And um, I just think we, we want to celebrate you again today. And I'd love that people get a chance to know you guys a little better because they may hear it in the press or see it on social media on our channels, but to really understand what it means to be a Genland rising star and what it means to be a businesswoman of excellence. I think that, um, that's really important. And so, um, thank you guys for being with us. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, um, I hope y'all go out and have a great Tuesday and a wonderful rest of the week. This is Nicole signing out for GNFCC. We'll see you next time.